Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, Community Manager here at Micro.blog, and on today's podcast, I am very pleased to welcome Andrew Canyon, who is at Canyon on Micro.blog. Hi, Andrew. Welcome to Micro Monday. How are you going? Is that what you say in Australia? <laughs> That that's not bad. You need to be a little bit more relaxed about it. So okay. you just say, "Hey, how you going? How you going? How you going? Okay. How you going? How you going? Okay. <laughs> you got you got to merge your words together to form <laughs> one long word. Okay. <laughs> hey, how you going? Excellent. So, Jean, I I'm well, thank you. <laughs> so the the reply to that is not I'm going well though. It's like I'm well. The going I like the that there's going in there instead of doing. It sounds fun to me, but. Whatever. You Australians and your your uh, vernacular. It's a complex language, um, but <laughs> I'm excited to be here, although I'm a little bit self-conscious about my voice and my accent. So when, I, when it comes time to listen back to this, I'll probably be cringing. No, don't, you sound great. Um, <laughs> and why don't you tell the listeners, you know, I kind of spoiled it, uh, where you are from and a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I'm from Perth, which is the other side of Australia, the West Coast. So when people think Perth, they always think Sydney and Melbourne and those big cities. Um, Perth is all by itself the most isolated capital city in the world. Um, there's about just over a million, 1.5 million people here though. So we're not small, um, but it takes about four hours to get across to Sydney and Melbourne by plane. So we are very, very alone. Um, but I'm you know, I've lived here all my life. I'm now 42 years old with a wife and two children, um, and and life is good. That's great. <laughs> Glad to hear it. <laughs> so I've given you a geography lesson as well at the same time as my introduction. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We're, we're all about the educational content here um, at Micro.blog. So, um, well, with the classic first question, what what do you remember? Like, why did you get interested in Microdot Blog? What made you want to participate? Do you know? I I hear you ask this question of people every single week, and every single week I try to mentally answer it to myself, and I can never figure it out. Um, really? Yeah, it's yeah. strange. I just, I, but I do have a memory of hearing about it a long, long ago. It was probably in the Kickstarter time because I still. I read my RSS feeds and I, I stay up uh -huh. with the news. So I imagine it was probably Daring Fireball or something because that seems like where everybody yeah. else heard for, heard about it from. So it was probably that. Um, but I didn't actually sign up for it during the Kickstarter time. I'm sort of I'm kicking myself about that now because I should have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm here now and enjoying it. Um, so yeah, it's um and it's been really exciting to see its growth and, you know, over the time that I've been involved with it. And I'm a happily paying customer. I, lo I, love, give I love giving micro.blog and, and Manton and yourself my money. It's, it's well, a happy purchase. <laughs> well, we are certainly appreciative of that. But you were interested in blogging, um, you know, the activity of blogging. I assume your blog has been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a big nerd and always have been. Um, yeah, I've... So, I was my first blog was probably around about in the early two thousands, you know, mm -hmm. probably about two thousand. Um, and it was myself and my wife. Um, we set up a, a movable type instance, um, and it was called Two Sitting Ducks. 
And yeah, sort of we would put we would put a photo up of you know we take walks around our suburb and take a photo and then write a blog entry to go with it. And she and I we remember sitting there hand coding the CSS to try and get the movable type site to look half decent on the page and customize mm-hmm. it and all that kind of thing that you'd spend hours doing. Um, and that was that was fun. And we we ran that for a while. And actually, our, one of our claims to fame was that that blog site gained a bit of national notoriety for a little while um, because it was picked up by the mainstream media, some of the things that we'd said, um, mainly because the backstory of that is that my wife is the daughter of um, or is, of a national who was a national politician at the time. He's, oh. so, so my father-in-law and her dad was um, the leader of the opposition party of Australia. Oh. And so – I guess we gave them some juicy media content for a while that they could try and <laughs> put into the political pages. <laughs> and it all got too messy, so we closed it all down. <laughs> we didn't want the attention. <laughs> but no, we've been, you know, we and, and, you know, I've been blogging. I've probably got back into it over the last three years. Um, yeah. I'm back on WordPress. Um, and then microblog sort of came along and almost stole my heart. And you know, I've yeah. given up on WordPress now. Um, I, <laughs> I like that story. It's like she's the she's the Chelsea Clinton of Western Australia. Is that on? <laughs> That's actually not a bad comparison. <laughs> well, I um, yeah. I mean, I always felt sorry for Chelsea uh, growing up in the national spotlight here, and uh, so anyway. Oh, but my wife's a glutton for punishment. Since then, she's. <laughs> She's stayed involved in politics, and uh, you know she's she's run to be to for parliament. You know, oh, yeah. so so that's been a big part of our lives. So you know, we <laughs> we accept. <both laughs> <of that. laughs> yeah, another thing you've become notorious for, or I mean, I should say, famous for this uh, recently here on micro blog is that you um, set out to do this blog vember project. Um, and blog every day in November. And I became aware of that. And I thought, that's a great idea, except I would like to just write little posts <laughs> on on non-necessarily non-heavy topics. <laughs> yes, and then it was pointed out to me that you had already set up a very uh, nice set of um, topics for the month of November. And so some people were doing those, and then a lot of people were doing micro blog vember. But uh, what gave you the idea to to do blog vember? Oh, Jean, you know, it's one of those things that seems like a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and 15 days in, you think, what did I do? <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I think it stemmed from, um, I did the Inktober and I'm uh-huh. I'm not an artist by any means. I'm a terrible drawer. Um, but uh-huh. I thought I'm just going to have a crack at it anyway and have a try. And I did it, and I was really proud of myself for for managing to do a drawing each day and share it on mm-hmm. on micro.blog. That was cool. And I thought, well, that's my month of drawing, and I'm kind of over that. But writing is a bit more of my safe place. I, you know, I don't mind mm-hmm. doing that so much. And I was like, what about you know, blogvember? It sort of rolls off the tongue. It's another challenge. Mm-hmm. Let's keep the momentum going. So I just sat down one night on the couch and thought up a series, you know, 30 words that could potentially form the basis of blog posts, um, mm-hmm. some some serious, some silly, um, and, and 
threw them up online. And it's been exciting and sort of um, really nice to see other people grab that as well. It was, it was mm-hmm. not necessarily my intention. It was more for myself, but mm-hmm. it's cool when you see things like that sort of get, get momentum. Um, so, yeah, so I'm so proud that I managed to get through that month, though. <laughs> yeah, so that was going to be my question. You made it. You, you, you. I mean, that's thirty days. That I mean, it was hard for some of us to get through thirty days of microblog vember. So well, uh, you wrote quite a lot. I'm a glutton for punishment because I decided to do microblog vember and blog vember at the same time. <laughs> but it was all for the pin. I just wanted thirty day posting. You want the pin? <laughs> what is it about those pins? I, I mean. I'm like that too. I'm totally a sucker for some, you know, uh, tiny file of, you know, ones and zeros that makes up the artwork to something that I can say, oh, I got the pin for this or that, you know, or uh, the star on something or whatever. <laughs> don't so. don't belittle that pin, Jean. That's very important. I'm not. To many others. <laughs> I'm not. I'm saying, I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm definitely not. I'm totally... I am totally in that camp of, <laughs> I want that thing. And uh, yeah, I was funny. thinking, um, I want to talk to Manton about how we can not only do some more pins, because we know people really like them, and uh, but also um, for people to share their pins more easily, you know, and, uh, you know, because showing off is part of the whole thing. <laughs> so, but uh yeah so you you had a really good list of um of prompts and I um I will post a link to this uh uh blog member prompt list in your um in the show notes for this episode what was your what was the hardest one to write would you say ah let's just see I probably the hardest for me was at the, towards the end you know I'd sort of save the best for last <laughs> um and mm. so I, I confronted the, the topics you never talk about at a party, um, you know, religion and politics. I, put, I saved mm. to the end. Um, and they were – I was not looking forward to writing those. Um, and, but mm. then once I actually sat down, I, I got a really good flow on with them. And I'm actually quite proud of those. I think those are probably two of my better um, – posts for the month so it's mm-hmm. I, I don't know whether that's maybe just it came through practice you know you sort of got a rhythm over the month yeah. so the writing came easier um but no they were they were the two hardest um probably the fun one was i wrote about shoes um yes i was gonna say because <laughs> um, that's one of the last ones too and i was like can we talk about shoes at a party i think we always do <laughs> <laughs> shoes are totally okay uh, to talk about um there was a fun uh, yeah. one in there. I talked about toast as well, and that was a chance to sort of um, get out some of my Australianisms. You, if you read that, you'll see that there's talk of Vegemite, um, which is oh. a very important condiment for Australians um, yeah. that always repulses Americans and who T- totally yeah. But you're just not you're just not doing it right. If you don't like it, you're not doing it right. <laughs> you, you don't don't spread it like peanut butter. You'll be in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to remember this. Keep it, um, keep it thin. <laughs> I, I think folks, you know, should definitely check this out. You know, if you're ever just needing inspiration, or if you want to read some of Andrew's posts on the various thirty subjects that he um, 
put together for Blogvember. I highly recommend it because I was definitely um, reading them myself. And and the religion and the politics one, you know, definitely were were eye opening, especially coming, you know, from a different country and culture than yours. I suppose it's really not a a fair question to ask um, right now that Blogvember is finished and you, you did all this work, but would you consider doing it again? I think I probably in another year. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Give me some breathing time, please. But no, I think I would. I think I, I gained, you know, I I gained some enjoyment out of blogging is sort of the, the time that I can get away from everything else. You know, normally I'm a, I'm a dad with a job who's, you know, dealing with, I'm a a management consultant. So I'm talking professional stuff with businesses. Um, I'm looking after two young kids, you know, I'm doing all those sort of normal things and blogging is an opportunity for me to just think about the stuff that I'm interested in for a period of time mm-hmm. um, you know and it, I don't really care if nobody ever reads it it's just about getting my thoughts out somewhere and so mm-hmm. this provided a means for me to do that um, and almost forced me to do it and I found that I got into a rhythm and that you know it would come you know sort of eight o'clock at night and I'd sit down and write out my post and I like that rhythm so look I would definitely do it again Um, oh that makes sense to have like a set time of the day um, especially when you need to write more than 280 characters (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean I mean I suppose you could have but then you did some micro micro too right Yes, that was that was a bit more random. That would sort of be through the day, um, just when I yeah. had a few moments. Because I am a nerd, they were both tasks in my OmniFocus. So I get to once I get to do them, <laughs> I get to check them off, and that's always satisfying as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I think um, I would like to do some more um, micro blog challenges. Um, you know, come in the coming year, um, not in December, because I think we all need a, uh, a break. Um, but I think I, I was actually pretty surprised how many people were into it. And um, of all the various little activities that I've organized for our community, that one really came off well. And I thought, hmm, I, I need to, you know, remember what what went well which i think you know just doing it and and for me it was you know a uh, a discipline for me to have to get the word up every day as well as the word for the next day um so that the people such as yourself who were ahead of us by a day <laughs> would still get a word um that wasn't a day old word <laughs> so. yes and thank you for that that's a very rare thing that happens on the internet so it was kind of you thank you <laughs> Okay, well, thanks. I mean, I, I've I've been wondering whether uh, people care about that, but it just it bugged me. I was like, if I woke up on a day and knew that um, I had to wait until the next day to write the the post for, uh, that was officially for that day, it would it would be annoying. But I learned a lot about sort of the time difference and how it affects the world. I mean, I sort of, of course nerd that I am dug into it a little bit because I was trying to figure out if there was any time, you know, of the 24 hour day where everybody was on the exact same calendar date. And is there technically there is, but it's not on, 
over land. I mean, so oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, you might be able to be on a boat for that day or something. I don't know. Anyway, it's, uh, it, it's confusing and also kind of mind boggling. And I thought, okay, so let's stop. Let's stop learning about the international dateline um, and move on to something else. Although I did learn something which I didn't know is you have three time zones in Australia, right? Oh, uh, it's not four. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous here because every every state does its own thing. It's not a national mm-hmm. law. So for for a few years ago, we, in Western Australia, where I am, we had a daylight savings trial. And then it was put to mm. a referendum and people voted. And unfortunately, we said no to it. Um, oh. So, yeah, we've ended up with, you know, the East Coast does one thing except for another state, which is also in the same um, you mm. know, parallel line of those East Coast states that doesn't. In Queensland, they don't have it. So you can you can travel directly south and your time zone changes. You've got a middle, mm. a central zone where they do it. Um, and then Western Australia doesn't. So it's crazy. Um, yeah, so in summer, we're three hours difference from the East Coast. It makes doing work and business across um, mm. the, the country really difficult because as soon as, you know, we, we start in the morning and the, the East Coast goes to lunch and then right. we, we come back from lunch and the East Coast is going home. And, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it's, you know, similar to the U.S., uh, um, with us being in, we're three hours away from the East Coast, but permanently yes, <laughs> three yeah. hours away from the East Coast. So, so, so you know um, the challenge. And it, you know, I, if you travel over, you lose an entire day and that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, I know. That's why I don't like to go back East um, very often. I like, we have enough to do here on the West Coast. And uh, uh, I, who needs all those cities over there? where they're busy and crowded and have lots of snow here in the U S they've just got a big dump of snow. So here in the Pacific Northwest, we had a little freezing rain and we're back to, you know, 40 degrees and a little bit sunny. I have to say Portland's on my bucket list of places to go. Oh yeah. You should definitely come. It's fantastic city. And actually Perth has been on my bucket list for a long time as well. Um, and one of these days, maybe soon, sooner than, uh, I think because uh, my niece is actually going to be studying there in, uh, in starting in the whatever you call it we call the spring, yes. um, so February. Yes. So, uh, she's uh, she's in nursing school and she's doing a program with her university has some kind of exchange with Perth and so I'm excited for her to get to go there even before me. So. Fantastic. Well, you know, if she wants to catch up for a coffee, <laughs> more, than ha- more than happy. <laughs> I will definitely love to introduce you. Um, well, thanks so much for coming on Micro Monday, Andrew. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed it. And uh, listeners, thank you for being here too. If you want to follow Andrew on micro.blog, there is a link in the show notes or go to micro.blog slash canyon. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.